Welcome to Investors Insights. Our topic today is your portfolio and the elections. We wanted to discuss this topic and we're going to ask you to stay with us through the whole program here because we've got a lot of interesting information that we think you will find valuable and beneficial as we move forward uh, on the election that's quickly approaching. We're hearing a lot of people voicing concerns, anxieties, uh, the list goes on. And we want to give you some insight of what we're watching as we approach the election, as well as how it ties to the economy, the markets, and your portfolio. So starting off, Trey, you started our meeting off this morning with some incredible data that I want you to share with our viewers. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So uh, today is August 3rd, um, which is an important date because now we are three months or roughly 90 days to Election Day, uh, which that that three-month period is very important uh, from a historical standpoint when it comes to the markets and elections. The markets traditionally do not really pay attention to elections until we get really close to them. And so going back to 1928, the S&P 500 performance in these three months has predicted the outcome of the election 87% of the time. So it's only been wrong three times. It It has correctly predicted the outcome of the election in every election since 1980. So why is this important and how does this happen? Well, the S&P is really just a, a, a measure of sentiment and investor sentiment. And so when the market is down leading into election day for these three months, the incumbent party traditionally loses. Uh, when the market is up leading into the election day, the incumbent party wins. And so it's in this, in this election cycle, it's going to get very, very rough. There's going to be a lot of news coming from both sides. And if you really just want to be calm and sit back, not watch all the, uh, the debates, not watch the conventions, just watch the market. Uh, so on Friday, the, market, the S&P 500 closed at 3,271. So if you, if you want to kind of turn off your TV, you know, maybe just watch some Netflix or some, uh, you know, some, some online video and just kind of enjoy your time, if the market is above 3,271, then that is indicative that the incumbent party or President Trump is going to win. If the market is below that level, then that is indicating that the incumbent party, President Trump, is likely to lose the election come November 3rd. And so, you know, if you just want to just kind of watch the market, it has a really good predictive, uh, predictive measure. Just kind of watch that level. And I, we think it'll be very informative. It has been. It was right in 2016 when almost everyone else was wrong. Uh, and it really broke late uh, the last two weeks, really the last 10 days before the election in 2016. The market traded down almost every day. Uh, and then we saw a surprise upset. So kind of ignore the polls, maybe, you know, may, maybe, you know, save some health and enjoy, uh, enjoy the fall and just kind of watch the S&P. And I think that's great advice. There's a lot of noise and information just bombarding people and they, they're reacting to, well, does that impact my portfolio? Does that impact my portfolio? How does that impact my life? And the reality of it is, is that there's some ways to remain calm through all of this. So, you know, Bobby, you talked about, well, well, this is information that doesn't sound that positive right now. Uh, and and the, the volatility it could create in a portfolio or in the markets. Talk about the unemployment and some of the other data uh, that everybody's going to be uh, experiencing or hearing this next few weeks. Yeah, last week we saw a report on consumer confidence declining in July. Weren't too shocked to see that considering the virus has come back pretty strong, especially in certain cases. Uh, But we're watching that carefully because of what is happening in Washington, D.C. this week. So additional unemployment benefits expired last week. And as of the weekend, uh, the Congress was not close to a deal uh, to get that extended. And that's a big deal. So until we get a deal done, we can see volatility pick up because 
No deal will mean $12 billion per week out of consumer spending power. That's a big number. So we're seeing increased unemployment claims, decreasing consumer confidence. So uh, we're starting to see some the consumer t- deteriorate a little bit here. So very careful to see what happens in Washington this week and, and how it impacts your uh, portfolio. And, and, and that's, that's very important. At the same time, though, with the unemployment benefits that were paid out, there were those individuals in this country that were making a lot more money being unemployed than they were uh, at their jobs. And hopefully they saved some of that money. And, and that's where Ashley countered then. And Ashley, I'm going to bring you in here uh, to just talk about the stimulus itself. So what appears at the moment to be something very crucial uh, there are other things going on behind the scenes that may have already occurred that will keep the momentum going. So, Ashley, talk about the stimulus and how it relates to the economy, the markets, and portfolios now. Uh, happy to, Greg. When you go back and look at it at a 35,000-foot level, if you rewind back to March and April when all this started, the administration, including Secretary Mnuchin, they designed all of this stimulus for an unemployment amount in the United States, at least for a while, of 40 to 50 million people. That was the design initially. That's the level of stimulus we put in. The good news here on August 3rd is we didn't get anywhere near that. We got up to close to about 30 million, and then we started to hire people again. So we've got a good bit of reserve in the tank, Greg, we feel because of the way it was initially designed and what was put in, it never got as bad as the original design of the stimulus anticipated. In addition to that, if you drill down on July a little bit, you know, there's a lot of popular press out there with the surge in the cases, and that's important. But the sense was, is that kind of the recovery sort of fell apart. It didn't. You know, we still had a good jobs growth number in July. The housing market, Greg, as you know, is red hot right now. Our manufacturing index has gone from a deep contraction back to even and expanding again. And when you put all of that together, we're on track just fine. But as we go into the fall, we've got a lot of reserve in the tank still on stimulus from the way we originally designed it, where we thought it was going to be much worse than it really was. And that, that's great insight that ties right into to what Bobby was talking about, about the unemployment benefits. You know, the, the point we want to make to you here at Five Plan Partners, and this coming Thursday, I'm going to be doing a, a vlog about uh, financial planning, have a financial blueprint in place in relation to your portfolio and looking at the long term, not only for your portfolio, but your life. And in addition to that, I just want to emphasize that in times like this, and especially in this information age, there is no need to get anxious. There is no need to get stressed. There are a lot of dynamic things taking place here that can counter each other, that, that can cause at the end of the day, end of the week, end of the month, or four or five months from now, the momentum that will have this economy going. And so we're going to keep you updated on that with the understanding that anxiety is worry with anticipation. And you need to understand that here at Five Plan Partners, by having a financial blueprint in place with your portfolio, our definition changes anxieties to those events that nine times out of 10 will not occur once you have the knowledge that gives you confidence to confront the fear. We're going to move forward the next five months of 2020, and it's been a year that we will always remember 
but just know we want to keep you informed in how it relates to your portfolio and not all this noise that's out there that causes you stress and anxiety and you really don't need to be worrying about it. You need to understand, follow the S&P 500, look at some of these other indicators that we've talked about, and that will help you get through this as we navigate these times. Continue to watch us on social media. We are putting a lot of information out. We're going to continue doing these vlogs. We also want you to share it with people. And the reason we do is because we hope that the knowledge we give you not only gives you and your family confidence, but it can help somebody else as well. Have a great week. We're thrilled to start this week, and we're going to keep you updated. Thanks. 